Good morning. Today's scripture reading comes from Micah, the sixth chapter, verses six through eight. And it reads, with what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has told you, O mortal, mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? The word of God for the people of God. Today's uh, sermon is entitled Broken Wheels. As I begin to look at this morning's sermon, for whatever reason, I was reminded of a game I played on the computer as a child. Some of you may remember it. The game is called The Organ Trail. In this game, you were traveling the Organ Trail, a historic route in history, in a covered wagon. Now, the goal of this game was to survive and to make it to the destination. Along the way, you would get hungry and have to hunt for food to survive. And so often you would try to think ahead and hunt as often as you could. You would, ne- you would need water and supplies, no-brainers. But where many of us got into trouble was when we had that dreaded wheel fall off the wagon. Oh my, we didn't always, uh, well, starting off we didn't always think to prepare for that. You see, preparation for that occurrence was not in our daily organ trail lives. But when the wheels fell off, my God, we were in trouble. Amen. Let us pray. Most gracious God, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this word. My God, come into this place and give us exactly what we need in this season for this time that we may walk in your will as you have called us in Jesus name. Amen. In this portion of scripture today, we find a few different things. We find that the judges of that time were unjust. We find that the rulers were corrupt. We find that the prophets preached for profits or money. Uh, We find that materialism was running rampant in that place. We find that the rich crushed the poor and devalued them and took their belongings and the authorities of the day were only out for self. You see, the prophet Micah comes and pronounces God's judgment on these people, and out of fear they ask, With what shall I give come to the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come to him with burnt offerings and yearlings calves? Uh, does the Lord take delight in thousands of rams and ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I present my firstborn for my rebellious acts? the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul. And the prophet's response was simple. The prophet says, he has told you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God? In short, they asked, what is God's will for my life and how do I live in it? And the answer was, and still is, 
do justice, love kindness, some translations say mercy, and walk humbly with your God. Amen. Do justice. God wills that we do justice. As many of you know, I am a martial artist. I believe that my teachers are, are good men and they have taught me many good lessons. You see, in Kung Fu, they taught me that it is less about throwing kicks and punches and more about how you live. And watching a Kung Fu movie this past week, I saw that premise illustrated on the big screen. I was watching a movie called Ip Man 4. In this movie, Grandmaster Ip Man uh, keeps advocating for change and calls for justice for Chinese people in America as they are oppressed and bullied and ultimately tried to be kicked out. And there comes a point in the movie where this racist army officer, please know that I respect everybody in our military forces just talking about the movie, this racist officer has, has made numerous racial slurs, has made numerous racial statements, and he is a drill sergeant in the boot camp, so he is telling folks that you are less than and that your culture doesn't belong here. And he has even, by force, put civilian kung fu practitioners in the hospital trying to keep this Chinese art out of his military. And Grandmaster Ip Man, faced with this dilemma, tells uh, one of the soldiers to take him to the base. Concerned with and for his safety, a little girl whose dad is actually in the hospital from this racist guy's actions comes to him and says, you don't have to do this. You don't have to fight him. I don't want anything to happen to you, Mr. Ip Man. His response was this. I am a martial artist. In the face of injustice, I must stand up and fight. That is why we took up martial arts. It is what I want to do. What he said was, I committed to live up to an established standard, and I cannot and will not be less than what I have pledged to be. It is about the whole, and this is my part. What would the world be like? If we as Christians always did the same, what if we said when we saw injustice, I am a Christian, in the face of injustice, I must stand and fight. It is what I want to do. What if we committed every day to live up to the established standard of God's will? What if we committed that we will not be less than what we have been called to be in God? What if we actually committed to do good Seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless, and plead the widow's case as written in Isaiah 1 and 17. What if we took the words we read and made them real everyday actions? What if we, like Grandmaster Ip Man, gave cheerfully of our time, our talent, and our resources, and the, the quest for justice for all, instead of only looking out for self. People of God, in the face of injustice, it is God's will that we say something, that we do something, that we change something. Amen. Secondly, God wills that we love kindness or love mercy. Here I invite you to temper justice with mercy. Let us not forget that we have all sinned and fallen short. 
Let, let us not forget that, that if it had not been for the grace of God shown towards us, we would be forever lost. Let us not forget that while we were yet sinners, Jesus died for us. Let us not forget that, that we are saved by his grace. And as ambassadors of Christ, we must also show that same love, that same kindness, that same grace to others. Amen. This grace goes beyond how we feel. It, it goes beyond what we think others might deserve. It, 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 it even goes beyond what we may have received in the past. You see, God still calls on love to be patient. He still calls on love to be kind, to be long-suffering, not to be jealous, not to be arrogant, not to be selfish, not to be vengeful. You see, love is still supposed to bear all things. It's still supposed to endure all things. Love never fails. Amen. Living in God's will requires, it requires, it requires that we love to love. And lastly, God's will is that we walk humbly with him. In this scripture, walk is likened to live and humbly is likened to submission. So God wills that we would live a life submitted to his will. In, in the words of Jesus, not my will, but thine be done. Walking in God's will gives us power through him even in our weakest hours. It empowers us to continue even in, in the chaos that we sometimes face. And walking humbly with God, we find assurance, we find peace, and we find joy. You see, going back to my title for today, this week I spoke with a, a colleague and, and she asked me, was I preaching? And I told her yes, and I shared much of what I've already said today. She got somewhat teary and began to tell me how she had encountered a tough season in her life, a season that forever changed her, a season that she never thought she would have to face. And quite honestly, it was a, a tough spot and she wanted answers. And after a while, she didn't think God could give them to her. And obviously, there, I, I'm making an assumption here, obviously there wasn't someone strong in their faith walking her through that season, so she turned away from God, and for years she sought answers in places other than the faith, other than the church, other than what she had grown up with and found none. Only to come to herself and to realize that God allowed her to search so that she would find that he was the only answer. Somewhat teary myself, I went back to my office and I began to think through a lot of different things. And she, she, she ventured back to my door and she met me there and said that, that she was glad that I shared with her what I shared with her. But she wishes that she would have been stronger in her faith then, stronger in her faith walk then when her wheel fell off. She wishes that she would have been walking taller in the word she, she had read and heard for all those years because if she would have been walking more in God's will, she would not have wandered in her wilderness for 10 plus years looking for her will. People of God, the will falling off is inevitable. You never know when it will happen. 
The question is, are you prepared? Are you prepared to live in his will while missing your will? Are, are you willing to fight for justice for others while you are living in injustice yourself? Are you willing to love others while missing your will of love? Are you willing to abandon the load that you were once carrying and walk humbly with God towards purpose? Are you willing to abandon your will that you might live in his? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.